It's time for the morning brief. Deb Hutton is here, former senior advisor to two Ontario premiers, now in private practice as a communications advisor. Nice to have you. Nice to be uh, here, John. We got that verdict um, in uh, less than six hours of jury deliberation, and they showed no mercy. Um, guilty verdicts on first-degree murder and one on attempted murder. So looks like this individual is going to the clink for a good long time. Well, maybe. We don't have sentencing yet. Uh, it looks as though, because it's first-degree murder, it'll be a minimum of 24 years before parole. But I still have a problem with that. I'll, I'll withhold my rant until we actually do have sentencing. But, you know, he's 20, whatever he is, 22. He killed five, four people and injured a little boy who now has no family, essentially. I don't think getting out of jail in your late 40s for that is acceptable. So, again, we'll see what the judge does. I sure hope it's more than 25 years without parole. What do you think of the fact that Canadian jurors don't speak publicly. In the States, they all would have gone into a news conference and said, here's why we did what we did. But in Canada, we don't do that. Well, in most cases, it feels like that's okay, that that's the right thing to do, that the judge wraps things up and, and they usually produce very lengthy uh, reasoning at the end of, of the sentencing. What makes this one a bit different, I think, John, is that we don't know which of the two paths that the uh, judge laid out for the jurors would lead to their guilty verdict in first degree murder. And one of those is terrorism. And so this one actually is, I think, one where, you know, you wonder what was going on during those six hours and what ultimately led them to the guilty verdict. Uh, but generally speaking, I don't have a problem uh, kind of going with the flow. There's also a danger that until they get to sentencing or or perhaps appeals um, that jurors say something that feeds into that appeal and that would be horrific for me death of a homeless man in mississauga in a tent it's thought it was from carbon monoxide poisoning from a heating device but it prompted actually this happened in mississauga but patrick brown of brampton was at the site yesterday decrying this crisis because this man was a migrant. A lot of our homelessness right now is migrants, would-be refugees in Canada. And I suppose if we want to get all inside politics, there must have been a bit of sort of territoriality of Patrick Brown being on Bonnie Brown's territory while she's not working. Yeah, um, you know, I will reserve my comment on, on Mr. Brown and his politics because I, I'm not surprised that uh, he would use a, a tragedy like this. What I do want to say, though, is we're all focused on the federal government's, um, you know, need to fund shelter beds when so many of our homeless beds are taken up by asylum seekers, by refugees. And, and it's appalling. What I want to focus on is why is it that we have so many people here without their plate having been decided? In other words, let's fix the process when asylum seekers set foot in this country, most likely at Pearson Airport or at, you know, Montreal Airport or Vancouver Airport. Let's actually get that processing system fixed. And then we don't have thousands of people 
not knowing what their future looks like, not knowing if they're going to be able to stay in Canada. Because not everyone who comes in is actually eligible to be here as a refugee. Let's fix that process. It shouldn't take a couple of years to be told whether you're eligible to stay in this country. And uh, Bonnie Crombie, of course, is the mayor of Mississauga. Bonnie Brown, I think, was the editor of a magazine. Okay. Um, a judge has crushed the federal ban on plastics. I find this fascinating because, you know, the ban went into effect. People change the products they're using. I don't imagine a lot of them are going to go back to those products. Otherwise, I suppose we'll see more plastic bags. Yes, I'm going to be a hypocrite here, John. <laughs> On one hand, I love this because uh, the feel of a non-plastic um, fork in my mouth is disgusting. The paper straw that disintegrates when my kids get it is disgusting. So I don't like this. I, I realize that's not very pro-environmental, but I but I don't like this legislation. However, I equally dislike activist courts. So I'm a little torn on this whole decision. I'm sure it's a fairly easy fix. It, it has to deal with how you uh, define toxic in the legislation and, and how you then uh, address it accordingly. So I'm sure we will see the Trudeau government fix it. And I agree with you. In the meantime, it's not as though everyone's going to go and, and grab the, the white plastic that they've got hiding in the, in the back office. Yeah, I mean, the Chinese food delivery place that we use switched from non-recyclable plastic to recyclable plastic. Um, I've never really understood. I mean, whenever people get into the straw situation, yeah, they kind of degrade, but it's not the end of the world. We managed without pl plastics until the 1960s. Yeah, it's not. I it, I just find it. I mean, we, we don't do a lot of takeout because we enjoy cooking. Uh, but when we travel any distance, you know, the kids are so excited still to get McDonald's because it's such a treat. And I just, you know, you look in the back and it's like, oh, the straws are all mushy and ugh. I just, I can't stand it. I get why we do it. Uh, but as I said, the real issue for me is I don't like activist courts. So the labor minister was on the show earlier this week and laughed when I said, your policies seem very NDP to me. And then the education minister yesterday went out and handed out wads of cash to education workers. Now, Deb, you know me, I have a policy. If I like something, I'm not going to complain about the government doing it. But I do find it fascinating how this government behaves like the previous liberals and like the NDP. Oh, there's a stake to my heart, John. Oh, God. <laughs> so I think two very different situations because uh, I know for a fact that this government is really, really keen to make sure that my kids are not uh, out of the classroom for strikes and work to rules. And, and that has been one of their main priorities. Uh, it, this is a big handout and, and I'm not a fan of it, even though I'm, I'm super keen to, to make sure that we don't have strikes, as I said. The thing that gets lost in this, so, so uh, this is the uh, QP uh, workers who work throughout the education system, so this isn't teachers. But they're, they, through this deal that was announced yesterday, they're getting a 0.75 on the first two years on top of the 1% that they got under Bill 124. And then there's an additional component that'll have to be decided by an arbitrator, but no less than another one and a quarter. The part that gets lost in this, and this drove me nuts the last time that we were looking at an education strike, is that this is cumulative. Like, remember that. So it's not just 1.75 and 1.75, it's 1.75, and then on top of that new base, it's 1.75. And on top of that new base, it'll be somewhere uh, north of two, maybe north of three. And then you get the new uh, wages that will kick in once they settle on the current disagreement. And so it's, it's a big number. 
It's much bigger than you think at first blush. Secondly, it's pensionable. So this is a huge ticket item. And yes, the government has put it there. It has made their priority. Uh, I don't love it because I do feel like it's big. I do feel like it's precedent setting across the board, but at least it looks like my kids have a good chance of not having a one year disrupted in their education. Thank you very much. Good to have you, Deb. We'll chat soon. Yes, Deb Hutton's going to be back actually in the nine o'clock hour with her weekly feature called Here's What I Would Do. We're getting it right. We haven't quite made up our minds. Deb said, do whatever you want because I'm a big believer in packaging. So all of these segments need to have a title so we can start packaging them up and putting bows on them.